No Things Considered, Channel Q. Just like that, here we are. If you're looking for dumb gay politics, well, I'm sorry they have left the building. Get ready for dumber conversation, believe it or not. <laughs> that is Allie right there, Kevin right here. Uh, we like to talk about some things going on in the world, in our lives, etc. And of course, in your lives. So feel free to join us, the most interactive and inclusive show in all of radio at 833-77-CALL-Q. Also on the socials at We Are Channel Q. Allie, how are you doing today? You are dressed like you're about to be deployed. So thank you for <laughs> thank you for your service and uh, for deciding to wear that. Hey, you know what? Camouflage a good, outfit. It's an army jacket, okay? And I actually got this for my wife, and I have never worn it, so I feel like I need to do. I, I got to give it a once over. I got to do it. I got to wear it at least once. You are definitely otherwise she's going to say something. Admiral of the lesbian army. <laughs> uh, there's no denying. So I had. I needed something to look. To offset my combat boots. Oh, okay. Right? That was good. You, want, you, you thought the combat boots were a little too combative, so you decided to put on some uh, some camouflage up top yeah, as well? Yeah, it's basically just a costume. All right. That's what I mean. <laughs> it looks like you're just trying to use a Halloween costume and pass it off as clothing today. Is that what's going on here? Yes. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, anyway, it's uh, no reason for you to uh, you have the face paint on as well, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, uh, thanks for being with us. We've got a good show planned for you, the patent pending and always exciting gay MA coming up a little bit later. Some nominees for Gay Headline of the Week. We'll get into all of that. Uh, plus some stuff going on, and we will break down what is this. It's uh, We're trend spotting today, and this is a trend that I find rather interesting, uh, but I, I won't know much about it until we listen to it together. But here's your tease. All right, check this out. Now, this is called Rage Yoga. Whoa, another yoga trend. It's Rage Yoga. This is where you get to do yoga and punch people, I believe, or break TV sets. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but we'll learn later. I think there's a lot of anger building up over the goat yoga. So the people that uh, hate goat yoga are going into the rage yoga classes. It's just going to go full circle, and eventually they're <laughs> going to be like, you just got to go back to regular yoga now. <laughs> right. You're, you're so worked up. It was that rage yoga. It's and just a circle of emotions. Here's what you need to do now. You need to buy a 12-week pass for regular yoga. That's what they're doing. They're getting people, everyone's gotten too relaxed because yeah. of all the uh, meditating and yoga that's going on, so now they need to uh, work in the rage so you can be all worked up again. We'll figure that out a little bit later when we do some trend spotting as well. And uh, something brand new, and I'm excited to debut this, even a surprise for you, Allie, but... As you know, we live in a world where everyone is offended by everything 24 hours a day. There's a lot of fake offense out there. There's a lot of, you know, if you look at anything deep enough, you can be offended. Uh, We get complaint letters all the time because of things that we say on the air, even if they're out of context, even if they're not that offensive. I don't know how people are getting through their day at work because it seems like they're just sitting around looking at headlines or looking at what people are doing and finding reasons to get offended. Right. It's their full-time job. Yeah. If you you decided you wanted to, you could go online right now. There are are, um, three things, three headlines I'm going to share with you a little bit later in the show. Uh, that are all about people that are offended about something right now. <gasps> Do they, I have to guess why? You just no. You, you that would have been better. I didn't think of that. <laughs> you, two of them are two of them are real. One of them is made up. Oh. You just have to figure out which one of them is the. Fa- they're all fake offense, but which one is the actual fake offense? All right. Well, if it's Katy Perry's shoes, I guess that one. Here's a tease I'll give you for that one, and it's not Katy Perry's shoes. Meteorologist fired over offensive brain teaser. Brain teaser. So the meteorologists, they, they don't like to just be pigeonholed as weather people, so they like to uh, do some fun stuff as well. And uh, this meteorologist, uh, if this is a true story, decided to do a brain teaser, and something about the brain teaser offended people. And then <laughs> Figure she got... this math joke out, woman. <laughs> Only men can call. If you have the answer, men call immediately. Uh, anyway, okay. we will uh, get into that a little bit later. Uh, fake offense is what we're calling it, and we'll get to that uh, coming up on the show today as well. All right, uh, where, where do we 
leave off? It's hard for me to keep track of everything going on. I know you've got something. Well, yes, and I think that you'll be... I'm, I'm interested to get your take on this because you know all of that 23andMe, Ancestry.com crap, right? And it's letting people figure out all these things about their families that they didn't know before. And the, my the, the, my history was not very exciting. So I was talking to my dad about it, and he brought up something that I did not realize about my family that I'm wondering if this is... So, basically, my great-grandmother, he said, married my great-grandfather. Oh, they were related. Fascinating. No, no. And that explains then, a lot about... That's then, why you've got the big forehead, the no, five head, and the no, wonky legs. No. You have an incestual he, no. family tree. Okay. It's not... In, so, here's what happened. My great-grandmother married my great-grandfather, had my grandpa, had some kids, then... I don't know if my great-grandpa died or what, but she then married his brother. It is incest. But is that incest is my question to you. Yes. Because it's not, It's she's not being incestual. She was just, hey, I, I, I had one guy that I really loved, and it was part of this great family with great genes. Why don't I just keep this going? I can't And then believe... she married the brother. So basically her, my grandfather's brothers and sisters are also <laughs> his cousins. Well... <laughs> Lo and behold, it's incest. Like I said at the beginning, and I said that I said that as a joke because I didn't think there's any chance that's what it was really going to be. And I, and who who knew that one of the things you could find out from doing the twenty three and Me is like, oh, I have a sensitivity to gluten, and my great grandmother was a slut. <laughs> Usually, you don't learn about all those a things. A familial slut. Yeah, that's, she so, kept it in the family. So you don't know how your great grandfather was removed from the picture. Yeah, don't, I don't know if he died or if they divorced or what. I think maybe in she the poisoned, 30s. Maybe she poisoned him. Very easy to poison people back in the 30s. She had to give them a little polio. All you had to do is like leave a bre- leave a loaf of bread out for an extra day. Yeah, and you'd die. Done like that. <laughs> Just like anything at all. But you, well, how do you die? Uh, room temperature Swiss <laughs> cheese. God, really? Again, another one? Uh, yes. Oh, I lost my I lost my whole family. This is a Swiss cheese outbreak. And and how long did she wait after if he did die from natural causes? Which we're talking the 1930s. Yeah. I, yeah. I think then, natural causes was just any... I right. mean, as and, soon as you died, it was just natural. But do you think that she waited around... I mean, if you put that in today's... Forget about the fact that it's the 1930s, and forget about the fact that this is your great-grandmother, great-grandfather. Let's just get to the, the heart of the story, which is how would how would you handle you dying and your wife... <laughs> Not well, I think. Well, you'd be fine, because you'd be dead. But you're dead, and your wife now, Katie, marries your sister. That would, um, I think, even if upgrade I was sitting there in hell, I would be bothered by it. Big upgrade for her, though. I mean, let's be honest. The real winner there is Kate. I think the whole reason she's with me is because she couldn't get my sister in the first place. Right, right. Maybe she's slowly poisoning you. I'm telling you, there's all these shows. I have been getting sick more more often. All, all these shows on, uh, clearly you're colorblind based on that outfit, so something's going on. <laughs> Damn it. Um, there's all these shows on Netflix and everything about you know these these, these murder plots, obviously a lot of murder-related uh, podcasts out there, so people are learning things, and... I, Every time my wife wants to watch another one, and then the other day she's like, "Oh, the Lorena Bobbitt show is coming. I can't yeah. wait to watch that." I'm like, "Well, let's. Uh, you got a lot of ideas here. I don't want. Let's not get any Lorena Bobbitt <laughs> this ideas." This lady threw someone's penis on the freeway. Why yeah. don't we not revisit that? Right, because mm. then not only do you have to get you know getting lose your penis, that's bad, but then you got to sit through traffic to try to get it back. That's even yeah. worse. <laughs> you got to read. So I think that I I don't know. I want to ask more questions, but I'm afraid to. I think that what happened is my grand- great-grandfather died, and then she said, okay, I'm going to marry his brother. Basically, my grandfather's father died, and then his uncle became his new dad. 
That's weird. Which is very weird. And then his cousins became his brothers and sisters. But I don't think, again, I don't think that that's incest because they were already, all the kids were had already. And she was just keeping it in the family with who she married. I don't think that they had more kids together. It was just a weird situation. I think that that would bother me if I was my grandpa, but I don't think that it means that my family has a history of incest. Well, it has no effect on the way I look. Well, well, something has to. Anytime you have to start your defense with, I don't believe that there was incest. It's already you're not you're not in a great place for your argument. Well, then the fact that I had relations with my second step cousin, who yes. I had never met before, right. does not paint me in the best light at now that especially, I have it in my family especially, history. Especially because now you look into that tree and you realize your second step cousin was also like your your grandfather or something. <laughs> your tree is all your tree is is more like a bonsai. So, yeah. it's, 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 so maybe I had sex with my aunt as well. Who knows? Uh, that, in case you're wondering what that noise was, I was Ali smacking her giant incestual forehead on no. the microphone. Okay, her five head just I'm, hit the I mic pretty hard. I have a lot to process right now. Yeah, you sure and do. The wonky looks is on my mom's side, not my dad's side. All right, well that's that's the best defense you've made. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> this is No Things Considered, a show uh, on Channel Q, the all new Channel Q, taking your calls. And when we return in a moment, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll get into fake offense. Maybe we'll talk about the gay MA. We also got through News or Lose It coming up a little bit later on today. Eight three three. 77 call Q. More after this. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. All new Channel Q. A show called No Things Considered. That is Allie right there, Kevin right here, and you right there. 833 77 call Q. See some people waiting on the phones. We will, of course, take those calls uh, as we get into a lot of things we have planned today, including the weekly. Always requested, never quite fulfilling, gay MA, where I will ask Allie questions I've always wondered about her, her lifestyle, and the LGBTQ plus community, and she will uh, then turn it around and ask questions she's always had about uh, the straights. It'll be slightly less exciting than you thought it was going to be. Yes, that's why we usually devote most of our time to Allie answer the questions, and I just go yes or no. <laughs> Uh, I have a good question for you this week. All right, well, we'll get into that, and then we'll uh, get into a new segment called Fake Offense. Uh, These are uh, two actual things that people are offended about happening in the world, things that probably they shouldn't be offended about, but they are, and uh, one that has been made up, and we've got to figure out if Allie, who knows... Who knows all of the world where we live in a fake offense. Let's complain about this. Let's get super offended about that. Uh, if she can translate that ability to this as well. If you ever want to play a game with us, or hang out, join in on the conversation. On the Twitter, at we are Channel Q or NTC Show. Also, you can hit us up on phones at 833-77-CALL-Q. Yeah, somebody uh, on Twitter commented and said, hey, I want to talk to you guys on the phone, and I even want to play a game with you, even if there's no prize. So please know you can call us at any time. Well, you got that part right. There is no prize. There's no prize. There are we have n- pride, nah. but not prize. And even the pride, is that depends, <laughs> it's on, dwindling. The, depends on the day, really. <laughs> um, there's certain things you can add before certain words and it doesn't matter what word you put for instance anything you can put before cleanse is probably a thing you put juice in front of cleanse master master cleanse lemon bread cleanse (laughs) cabbage cleanse i want to do a lot of things i think my wife was on that one for a while really stunk up the house that's disgusting but you can do the same thing with yoga yoga is one of those buzzwords i mean i know it's been around since i think like the uh since jesus i believe it's been around a long time you ever done cabbage yoga 
Uh, no, I've never done cab- cabbage yoga, but I, I can imagine it smells bad going coming in and, and leaving. All right, take a helping and sit down. I only do Bikram cabbage yoga. That way it's <laughs> oh, nice and uh, nice and limp That's at the end steamy. of it. But, you know, ever since the, uh, the yoga revolution has, uh, I don't know when it retook off again, let's say 10 years ago, right? Uh, and I'm sure diehard yogis have been saying, oh, I've been doing this my whole life and all these newcomers and they hate all these new people in their first ever yoga class walking around holding their yoga mats made out of Subway bread. But <laughs> they have found a way to add a word in front of yoga and all of a sudden it will be, uh, it will be either relevant buzzworthy, again. relevant, yeah. or profitable. And that includes things like hot yoga, then really hot yoga, then someone did cool yoga, they changed the temperatures. I think someone did cold brew yoga. <laughs> And laughter they, yoga was la- a big one for a yoga. while. Goat yoga is a big thing. So I guess it was only a matter Mommy of time. Mommy and me yoga. Before, oh, that's a real thing, by the way. We, yeah. got, we got invited to that. My wife tried to convince me I should go with my kid to Mommy and me yoga. I said, well, first of all, I'm offended by the name because I'm no mommy. <laughs> and they should start inventing daddy and me yoga because <laughs> why are you just assuming that only women do yoga? It's sexist. Well. I'm the offended. S- the stats show 99.9%. <laughs> I mean, I, let's just see. I'll say okay, this. The gay, gay guys who do yoga that have kids right. it's a smaller, need a place. I mean, if you say you're going to see someone walking up the street holding a yoga mat, take a bet right now on their gender, just based on my own observations, nine times out of nine, it's a woman. <laughs> I'm not saying guys don't walk around with yoga mats too, but- is this all happens with Pilates too, by the way. Yeah, well, I know it does, and I've done all. By the way, I, I've done all these. I've tried all these things. I'm not great at them. I don't have a lot of flexibility. I don't know where my chakras are, but I've tried them. Uh, I've namasteed, namasteed put. Here is um, the newest trend in yoga. Neck, your jaw, everything. Let it go. That's your teacher. Very soothing. Take a listen. Right, check this out. Now, this is called Rage Yoga, and it's probably not what you expect when you walk into a yoga studio hearing F-bombs and a whole lot of yelling. Oh, man. That sounds fun, right? Now this, now I actually want to go to yoga because I'm so over yoga, and there, was a lot, there are a lot of things that enrage me about yoga. The price, the people, the yeah. instructors most of the time. I hope Rage Yoga happens right next to an actual yoga class, so you can just direct all of your actual rage you have towards <laughs> you those <suck>! people. <laughs> Oh, look at you in your new Lululemon outfit every class. Chaturanga! Taking, taking selfies of yourself during this stretch. We're all angry about something, and we all have been holding on to an F-bomb for a little bit too long. So that's what this does. It allows you to have a safe space to let go of your anger and frustration and rage in a healthy way. So, you know, like rage rooms have been a big thing as of late where people go in there and they get the break fish tanks and, you know, take a sledgehammer to like cars and stuff. It's another thing that they're putting random words in front of. Escape room. Uh, Right. Rage room. Yep. Goat room. No, no, that's not a thing yet. (laughs) Ashley Dusich leads the rage. Well, if my last name was Dushit, I would also be full of rage, I think. If I had to go through my entire life with that last name, trust me when I say Rage Yoga would be the first place I would have to go. This is to all the people who've made fun of my last name over my entire life. Sign Miss Dushit. Oh, uh, excuse me. It's not, it, it, what is it? Dushits? Dushits. Du, du, that's a, that sounds like a rage word. Save that for the Rage Yoga room. Can't say that. Hold on. Is that guy saying, are we not even allowed to play that on the air? I what, don't know. What name is he saying? Let's listen again. Let's listen slower. Ashley Dusich leads the Rage Yoga Sessions at Brash Brewery in Houston. She says that yoga means a union with yourself, and that's not always just super calm. Breathing, practicing quiet time. She says they don't recommend people bring their children to this, though. I'm Ken Molestina for CBS so 11 guy's News. last name is Molestina. Jeez. 
That's a weird story right there. The two of them. Keep them separated. Kevin uh, Molestina, <laughs> and I have a clean record. <laughs> well, uh, mm-hmm. on that note, why don't you go ahead and uh, release an F-bomb right now. You've earned it, and let's do it together, Ali, on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. <gasps> no Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Channel Q, all new, no things considered. Thanks for being with us. Radio.com, download free, favorite. Only speaking in words here instead of complete sentences because you can figure it out and, of course, interact with us. Totally interactive, totally inclusive. 833-77-CALL-Q. Kevin here, Ali there. Thank you for checking us out, spreading the word uh, to uh, our listeners that are checking out the show in our old stomping grounds, San Francisco, Bay Area, Northern California. Thanks. So why don't you go ahead and let some people know that they can hear us on a pretty regular basis here on the all-new Channel Q. And uh, now, as of, I think, last week, shows are available for download as well. So if you could, download, subscribe, leave some comments, uh, maybe let some people that are unfamiliar with us know what they can expect. And uh, we will try to at least... Keep the expectations uh, the same. The same, if not slightly lower. No, no, I'm just kidding. We're gonna go the other way. That's my dyslexia. Um, Ali was having an interesting theory, and I don't know how I feel about it. But you have a beautiful situation. I think a beautiful situation right now, and you that think is so? well, that is that your wife is out of town, which means you have the place to yourself, which if you live alone, you sometimes you like having company around. Once in a while, friends stay with you. A couple of rescue cats come in and eat some old tuna fish. It's oh, great. I've got, yeah, I've got those. But when you live with someone all of the time, or people, multiple people perhaps, especially nowadays, I just saw more married couples are taking in roommates. I think we've talked about that before. The amount of people you know, couples that are roomating with other couples just because rent prices are getting expensive in so many parts of the country. And because you these days feel like if you have any extra square inch of space, why are you not renting it out? So remember remember when we worked with that little person? Remember, uh, Allie and I worked with a uh, dwarf and uh, we rent, we, we actually successfully rented out all of his top she- all of his top cabinets to some his- lady d- who did taxidermy yeah, and she-, she needed space for her weird animals she needed storage space in San Francisco and we <laughs> talked to our buddy who was a dwarf we said you're not using any of your your high cabinets can we rent them out and he said I think it's a horrible idea, but if you can get money for it, and we did. We had multiple people that that said they would pay a certain amount of money to store things. Yeah, we interviewed them on what they would be storing, yeah. and we definitely went with Taxidermy Lady by far. We thought it would be the creepiest, smelliest yeah. thing we could store there. So Some we really tall guy would walk in and be like, ah! But the concept of your significant other being out of town means that you get the place to yourself and you were asking, which I think is a valid question, is that a net negative or a net positive? Well, because... Initially, I would say this is a positive, right? Because I have a week. She's gone all week. I have a whole week to myself to catch up on some work or, hey, maybe I'll sit at home and play a video game. Maybe I'll have some personal time that I haven't really had in a while. When you get home every single day from work and you have to start up this conversation about how your day went, sometimes it's nice to just go home to nothing and have just your own space to do whatever the hell you want to talk to absolutely nobody. It's a blessing, right? Why Why, why do you think there's any... Because you made it sound like it could go either way. What would be the, well, what would be the negative unless that... Unless, like, for instance, in my relationship, I, I cook most of the time for my wife. So if I was out of town for a couple of days, I'd probably come back and she would be starving. 
Yeah, that's or, what happens when I leave. Right, like like just couldn't like. And then she complains about how starving she is, like, and I say, you know, you can solve this problem for yourself, right? Like you think your cats could survive longer than your wife could? Oh yes, no absolutely. Question. Yeah, they would probably eat her. Right, be like, and live for weeks. I've been gone for forty-five minutes. What happened? <laughs> Yeah. Cats they eating, ate your hand off. Cats eating, <laughs> eating my wife's hand. You couldn't fend for yourself it's 45 like I minutes. I Taco Bell. Um, but I think everyone, I just was under the impression that everyone goes through the same, well, here's, I miss you, I wish you were here, and, and I'm not even saying that's fake. Maybe you do actually miss them, but the concept of just once again being on your own schedule and, and knowing that you can watch TV, whatever you want to watch. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. Right. Isn't that a great feeling, though? I don't know. I can watch whatever the hell I want. Yes. As long as we're not both watching it. I can't watch Sameless because we both watch that. Take your pants off. Isn't your favorite thing to do when you get home? Take your bra off right away and sing Free Falling? No, you know, I don't do that. Actually, my wife does that. She does the Free Falling. Yeah, yeah. That's her bit. But I have been eating. It's funny because when you were talking about your wife being out of town, you started saying that you ate, I think you ate cereal out of a pot. Out of, out of a pot in the oh, kitchen? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, had a, I, had, I would take all the cereal I had, mix them into a giant, um, like a huge pasta pot, pour in milk, whatever yeah. I could find, and then I would just sit there with a giant ladle and eat it. And yeah. that, to me, was like the greatest. I knew if anyone was looking at me, like I wouldn't want that on my highlight reel of life at all. Like I don't think anyone would be like, this is a successful guy right here, mixing Lucky Charms and stale kicks in a giant pasta pot. In a pot. Rachel Ray pot. But I, I'll tell you... It was like a great, it was a feeling of freedom. It tasted to me like freedom and marshmallows. Well, uh, I did have that. It's it's funny because I now can relate to you because I, I thought to myself, why would anybody do that? Why wouldn't you just use a bowl? And then I was making something this morning and I was about to put it from the pot into a bowl. And I was like, why am I wasting a bowl right. that then I have to clean myself? Yes. Why don't I just eat it out of here and then move on with my day? You're so, streamlining. You're life hacking. Right. So I, I'm creating less cleanup for myself by just eating out of the containers that I cook my food in. But Some, sometimes, Allie, you can do this. Even here's another trick for you: if you're going to make yourself oatmeal, you just pour the uh, dry oatmeal in your mouth and pour the fluid <laughs> in there, and you can swish it around like mouthwash. Put some hot water in my mouth. Make make the uh, little hot water challenge, <laughs> and, you, and then just like that, you don't even have to you don't, you don't even have to mess up a pot, a bowl, nothing. You got no, no evidence, and you just got to eat oatmeal and burn the inside of your mouth. <laughs> What a win. But the thing is, the reason I'm on the fence is because of this. When she left, she left on Sunday night or whatever it was. She said, bye-bye. And I was waving. She was getting into the Uber. And I was like, bye-bye, honey. And just thinking, oh, this is so great. It's going to be such a wonderful week. It's a great feeling, right? She drives away. Oh. And I walk onto the couch. I put my feet up. I start playing some video games. And then I get a text message. My Lyft driver is mean. My Lyft driver is driving like this. Oh, I'm almost boy. to the airport. Now I'm at the airport. Oh, you got to turn your phone off or change your number. Why do I, I? I forgot that on Southwest I can't pick my seat. I'm sitting next to a, a window seat. Uh, okay, I'm taking off now. I love you. Okay, and I forgot about the constant stream of communication I need to have with her while yes. she's gone. And yeah. that has crippled me. Well, she's pretty needy. Uh, but then again, I think that, that that is a valid point. So the point you're making is the the. The positive is you have the place to yourself. You've got the bed to yourself. You can sleep sideways if you want to. I have been sleeping diagonal. You don't. There's no compromise. You don't have to have that conversation of what do you want for dinner tonight? Why don't you pick? No, why don't you pick? I could go for anything. Yeah, but just give me some options. You give three. No, I don't like any of those options. <laughs> Wait, why don't you pick? And then you just end up staring at each other angry because no one figured out what they were going to eat. As for you dinner. get hungrier and hungrier, hungrier, and then the cats eat you while you figure it out. <laughs> but 
but then, yes, there is the negative of the check-ins because it's so easy. Like, this is what I've said before, and this is I made this point about cam. Right now, we take too many pictures in general because you can store a billion pictures in your phone, and if you fill the thing up, then you can just start storing a billion more in the cloud, and there's no you can just take a million pictures. It used to be you got a roll of film. There was 24 pictures on there, or 12. Maybe you got a couple extra, and you were like, ooh, this is still clicking. It's still clicking. I don't know if it's going to uh, develop or not, but, but uh, you were very selective. You yeah. would wait. You wouldn't take pictures of everything. You'd wait till people were around. There was actually a moment worth taking a picture of. You think anyone had pictures of their food, uh, a, a, a good-looking soup they ordered would uh, she on a regular have taken camera? A, yeah. Would she have taken a picture of her getting on the plane and about no. to take off with a kissy face? But the same thing with the text messaging now. We're, we're, we're too... You know, everyone was getting upset when there was it's like too easy. They were talking about maybe doing a tax a tax on text messaging, and everyone's going, oh, "That's outrageous." That's our, fr-. but I actually think it should be a little bit more difficult. Um, I think it should be a little bit more difficult. I would like to believe to text message so people are just a little bit more selective about what they send, and it wouldn't be just constant updates like it. It smells funny here. You right. don't have to text that to someone. Right. I read. She said she texted me. I ran in. I saw someone that I went to high school with at the airport. Didn't say hi. Yeah, I mean that's, that's <laughs> it's not like a, okay. That's not text worthy. <laughs> it's like I saw someone, but I didn't do anything about it. Was worth a a phone call. Ed, uh, I assume this is Ed and not uh, Ali's wife on the phone right now. You are on uh, channel Q at eight three three seven seven call Q. What's up, Ed? Hey, Kevin, how you doing? I haven't spoken to you in a long, long time. Uh, well, thank you for picking such a clear phone line. I'm so glad you could have uh, picked a great cell phone line to call us on for our, our big uh, reunion. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's, I'm outside in the, in the parking lot. Um, good afternoon. Have a great show. Uh, let's start with that. Okay, it's half over. Move on. Okay. Now, I got an, an email request, not an email, a uh, Facebook request for a birthday gift to somebody who I've known for 45 years. I've known since she was five years old. I'm 67 years old now. And she, uh, they sent a Facebook request for a gift to a donation to a dog shelter. I have never, ever in 45 years given this person a gift. Oh, that's a new thing, by the way. Uh, Donate. Yeah, the donate. It's my birthday, and people feel like they're being selfless, and they're they're being, you know... um, they're being humanitarians by saying, like, I know normally you wouldn't get me a gift, but this year, in, in lieu of the gift you wouldn't have gotten me, can you now give a gift to <laughs> insert cause here? I got those notifications because my birthday just happened last month. I got uh, notifications leading up to my birthday saying, hey, Allie, do you want to pick a pick a charity for your friends to donate to right. when they in, you know on your birthday as a little birthday gift and i was like hell no i don't want to make people do that uh, there are some people who they are activists on their own right they're always kind of championing for something some cause or another and that's just that's great good for you that's not who i am and i don't think facebook should force us to pressure our friends who barely even wrote an hbd Mm-hmm. on my Facebook profile to then donate $5 to 
dogs and cats and shelters. Well, plus you had already panhandled enough this past year for your uh, queer queer butch for the straight. What was Ye- it? Yes, I think that's. Butch- I think the, the the charity project was butch pal for the straight. Butch pal for the straight my, my pilot, you, right? Yeah, so I can't ask them for any. You already else. shook us all down enough. So unfortunately, a couple of cats and dogs are going to have to die because I had to donate to Ali's uh, pet project. <laughs> pun intended. Thank you for the call, though. Good to tell, good to uh, catch up with you again. It's always nice to hear familiar voices, people that have uh, been listening to uh, us um, in other places. And, of course, thanks for finding us here, and please uh, spread the word. It's your job to go out and spread the word. So the answer to the question, which we originally posed, is, is it better when your significant other is at home or when they are away? Uh, and I think that we can all agree, away, but there's a, there's a sweet spot, and I don't know what the sweet spot is. I don't think it's necessarily away for a month is a good... Like, for me, because I got kids now, it would be a, it would be a negative. I would have the responsibility of taking care of two kids by myself, oh, which would be a disaster. Yeah. So if she left, that would be the worst thing. The worst thing. So, But had it been before, uh, and there was those times where she'd leave for work or go visit a friend or family, and I had uh, two days to myself... There was one time she would go to work for two days straight. She went to no, she went away. I forget where she was. Oh, like on a work trip in a twenty-four hour period. And I know this is not going to necessarily uh, translate to a lot of the audience here, but let me just tell you, as a straight male, in a twenty-four hour period, my day went like this. I'd never experienced anything like it in my life. It was probably the greatest twenty-four hours of my life. <laughs> she she left. I played a round of golf. I then went to, I randomly had a friend who had floor seats at a uh, basketball game. I went and saw the Clippers sitting on the floor. Wow. After that, I went to um, uh, a new bar that had opened with some friends that, uh, uh, you know, were having, I don't know, some sort of a celebration there, followed by Guns N' Roses were in town. What? And I went and saw them that night. You did that all in one day? That was one day. And I thought to myself, man, if... If I was if I was single, this is this is what life would be. Every like the, day, you would have just repeated yeah. the same day tomorrow. And then by by now, my liver would be nothing. So, <laughs> uh, but then she came back, and uh, and I had to pretend I didn't have any fun. <laughs> we will uh, be back in a moment. Uh, we will give you some possible headlines that we'll be breaking down for news it or lose it, and then we'll get into a, a brand new round of the gay MA plus fake outrage, or as we're calling it, fake offense. We will get into that with actual things that are offending people in the world, and so much more after this on the all new Channel Q. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Check what time you had in the Tegan and Sarah pool today. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had just before 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Congratulations. You win. A free taco. Prize is actually just another Tegan and Sarah song. It should be coming up, I'm sure, at some point in the next hour here on the all new Channel Q. That is Allie. My name is Kevin. We sit around, talk about some things. Coming up, the gay MA, uh, fake outrage, actual stories that are outraging people, and one that's fake. You have to figure out which one is the fake outrage. Not that uh, the answer probably is they're all fake outrage. We'll get to all of that, but right now we need to figure out what stories we will be tackling at the top of the next hour so that you can learn a thing or two from this show, No Things Considered, which is uh, not necessarily being referred to as the most educational program on the station, but I'll say this. Uh, I always leave here learning things. So do I. It's time for News It or Lose It headline selection. No Things Considered presents... Lose it or lose it. All right, your first headline, and this is interesting. I don't know if you want to news it or lose it. Conspiracy theory about Chuck E. Cheese goes viral. 
I saw something about this. I don't know. I like conspiracy theories. I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese a lot. If the conspiracy theory is that there's fecal matter in the ball pit, I think that we can go ahead Mystery and con- solved. confirm that that is accurate uh, based on my <laughs> recollection. But I am interested in potentially newsing that one just because I think there's potentially uh, more to it, more uh, than meets the more than meets the, the eye. animatronic eye. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's, uh, uh, let's yeah. news that one. Okay, okay. Miranda Lambert tosses salad onto woman during heated argument. Well, it's fascinating. You've got... <laughs> You, you got my you got my attention, but I think that uh, I'm going to lose that, unfortunately. Unless there's a, a video, I'd like to see, but to talk about it, not interesting. I don't think there's video. And, Too bad. Uh, I think that this is also a contender for gayest news headline of the week. Miranda Lambert tossing a salad. Sure could be. All right, Bono wins reserve best in show at the mm. Westminster Dog Show. I'm going to pass on that one. Mm-hmm. Lose it. All right. Uh, are you on the 2019 list of worst cities in the U.S.? If you're in California, probably. Yeah, let's news that. I'm interested in this one. Yeah, especially because it's they say California is the best place to live, but apparently not according to this list. Man who dumped tuna in the woods pleads guilty. Let's lose that. <laughs> lose that one big time. I think that story writes itself, though. And REI CEO steps down over personal relationship. This is actually a fascinating story. I would like to personally request that we news it. All right. In that case, let's lose it. <laughs> no, it. we'll news that one, too. So <laughs> lots of stories to news to kick off the next hour. The uh, interactive gay MA coming up as well. Don't forget these numbers. You'll need them if you want to get in touch with us. 833-77-CALL-Q on phones. It's good to talk to you, as always, and on the uh, socials at NTC Show. And we are Channel Q. Back after this. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. All right. We're here. Somewhat queer. And about to learn some things. So thanks for loaning us your ears. This is the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. Allie there. Kevin here. And you are where you are. You can find Allie on the socials at your Allie Johnson. Look at the pictures. Maybe I know some people are already requesting to see more photos, mostly of your sister, Allie, but still, that's a request nonetheless. Well, if my sister, if demands for my sister's pictures is going to get me more Twitter followers, I'll sell out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Allie's got all sorts of pictures of her sister, and uh, yeah. she'll take you more. You want to see more? Yeah. Why don't you follow me first? <laughs> follow <laughs> Allie, and she'll sneak in, take some pictures of her sister while she sleeps. That's what she needs to. We already learned her family tree is really creepy earlier today in the show, and if you missed that, I recommend you check out the podcast of today's show, uh, available wherever you get the podcast, radio.com or iTunes, I believe, and it's called No Things Considered. Uh, I don't know why someone pointed out it was hard to find because they did not really realize that was three separate words but yes no things considered is three separate words you didn't realize that that was someone separate words someone sent that to us that was someone's complaint that they couldn't find our show to download because they didn't realize that no things considered was you had to put a space between them and, okay. and that's i don't know how they didn't realize that but that's our audience so right. thank you okay great anyway uh you can find us there and uh, download the show spread the uh, word as well find us here and also on the radio.com app Wherever, uh, wherever you are, wherever you roam, it's time for us to uh, learn as we get into these headlines this hour coming up. We'll do the GMA. If you got questions, you want to get them to us on the socials, you can do that at uh, We Are Channel Q or NTC Show. But right now, let's get smart. We selected these headlines. No things considered. Presents News It or Lose It. This is the News It part. All right, so. You'd think California is all fun and games, what with our constant sunshine and the new high-speed rail going from Merced to Bakersfield. The party never stops. But many cities that people once thought were paradise 
are now on the latest list of the worst places to live in the U.S. In fact, 10 of the 50 worst places to live in the U.S. are right in sunny, overpriced, tax-ridden California, which is more than Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and Arkansas. Palm Springs, not on the list. L.A., San Francisco, not on the list. Seattle, also not on the list, nor is any city in Washington, for that matter. Fresno's got to be on there. Fresno is not on there. Come on. Fred, Fresno is is a booming town, apparently. But Desert Hot Springs, California, however, is on the list. Oh, that Calif- sounds nice. Cal- <laughs> All those are real buzzwords. Yeah. Desert Hot, sign me up. California City is on the list. That's in Kern County. Got a ticket there once. Avenal, Adel- Adelanto, Fireball. And then the number one worst city to live in in the entire U.S. is Mendota, California, which is two hours south of San Jose. And the determining factors for this were things like affordability, economy, quality of life, and community. So apparently... I think there's a, there's a prison there, I believe. In I th- Mendota? I, I think so. One, one of the worst places in California, the reason they say that is because like 80% of the population are prisoners because the prison <laughs> takes up most of the city. Which I could understand why that maybe wouldn't be a great place to, to necessarily uh, live, especially every time there's a escape. And you've got, you're you're right, the first place you're, that you're, they you're hide. Right there. So uh, but, I, I get all that. Um, you know, listen, I, I, usually these lists of best places to live, worst places to live, they obviously seem important because it's like, oh, this is the best place to live. But then when you see whatever their algorithm is for figuring it out, and they go, it's number of parks per person and the number of... Yeah, they start figuring, and if it doesn't affect you, if you're not the type of person that goes to parks, doesn't care about hiking trails, doesn't care about, um, you know, good... Uh, glu- Speak for yourself. Good vegan options, then you go, you know what, maybe this place is not that great of a place to live for me. Yeah, but it's also the the whole problem that's happening with California in general. Is everybody is saying, California's the best, you gotta come out to California, you can snowboard and go to the beach in the same day, it's so awesome, and then everyone's like, great, so everyone comes here, and then now it's a crappy place to live because there's no affordability, there's no way that anybody can afford to live here and have an actual good quality of life. You're like, I have to go boogie boarding every day because that's the only thing I can actually afford to do. That's why Iceland is genius. You know, everyone thinks they got Iceland, Greenland. Yeah. Everyone thinks, let's not go to Iceland. That sounds scary and cold. Let's go to Greenland. Greenland sucks. But every uh, but 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 their name brings people there. Meanwhile, Iceland supposedly is beautiful. It's unbelievable. But people are like, they don't go because they're like, I don't know. It sounds cold. I don't want to buy a sweater. So they don't go to Iceland. California needs to have a, a less attractive name. Like Alabama? That Like, yeah. Let's just start calling <laughs> Alabama 2. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. I live in... I live in Los Angeles, Alabama. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm not going to go there. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to stay right where sucks. I am. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of uh, cities in Hawaii that are on this list, which were surprising. Number four, the l- number four slot was Makaha, which costs, I guess it's because of the cost of living, because sure. everyone, all the old people come out there to retire and they drive up the prices. So all these native Hawaiians that have lived there forever can no longer afford to live there and actually enjoy their lives anymore. Real fun. You know, you're in a weird... I, I always hear this complaint. I used to hear this all the time in the in the Bay Area. It got so expensive because all these people were moving in. But if you, if you were one of these people that owned land or had a business, you would think that you would benefit from that as well. So it's a weird thing to bitch about. Whereas if everyone moves out, that's the other option. Everyone moves out. And you go, great, I got all this land and the price is going down. But then people are freaking out because they're like, we have no business and my property has gone down a ton, so I don't understand where the sweet spot is. I don't. It's and like, who has the sweet spot? Is there any city? Is there any place that's like, no, we we've, we've got it all figured out. The economy's great. I'll tell you where the sweet spot down. is. 
Hollywood, Alabama. <laughs> where the sweet spot is. <laughs> where the stars go to die. Yeah. All right. CEOs are stepping down left and right these days, mostly due to things like sexual misconduct. Because guess what? Sometimes people in power misuse that power and then do gross things. But I know many of you thought, you know, CEO of REI can do no wrong. As a lesbian, I've always been a huge fan of REI. But the CEO has resigned. I don't agree with this decision, though, it's not for sexual misconduct. It's just because the CEO, his name's Jerry Strikes, he failed to tell people about a personal consensual relationship that he was having with the head of another outdoor company. Oh. So I don't know. It's like Climb Any Mountain or Big Five or what it was, but he was having, a, it was basically just having a relationship that he didn't wasn't transparent about and then they had some kind of agree, agreement that no this guy should definitely step down no, i just was, feel like that's the least of people's worries right now he was literally sleeping with the enemy though right i mean if, if these these guys are all competing for the same you know they're all competing for the same lesbian dollar right they all want every lesbian <laughs> yeah. hiker's money and yet and and they're all competing i'll give it to all of them though i'm sleeping. not going to discriminate yeah but i know but not every lesbian's going to go rei pants north face jacket <laughs> eddie bauer hat you you know, Eddie imagine that's a typical lesbian outfit. Am I right? Am I getting? Am I close? I mean, you just already described my outfit for tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at Allie's uh, Pinterest page right now. Actually, it's very easy to figure that. Out. Uh, we'll be back. We'll wrap up uh, news or lose it, and then get into fake outrage plus the game after this. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. All right, one final story in the news that are losing news portion, and we'll get into some fake outrage, the GMA, and wrap up the show. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. Some would argue the most fun two hours they have each and every day. Thanks for letting us hang out with you for your lunch or brunch or maybe reading last night's dinner. Who knows how uh, what, what you do with your leftovers. But anyway, thanks for spending your time with us here. And uh, you can do that with your voice as well at 833-77-CALL-Q on the socials at NTC Show or uh, We Are Channel Q. And, of course, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Take us with you from the car to the office to the house to the uh, wherever you go. Vacation, yeah. long weekend coming up. Perhaps you can find us in a variety of spots on the radio.com app and now available for download. You can hear podcasts of shows you may have missed as Ali and I reunited again in this very rainbow. They colorful. Put up, they very put up colorful. more. Um, wow, they've like tripled the rainbow flags in the studio in the last couple of days. I think it's like BYOF in this studio. What I does think- the F stand for? Hold on. <laughs> That sounds offensive. I'm offended. In my case, BYOD. Okay. No, I think that people, like, I I have probably three to four gay flags at my house that I have no place for. Mm-hmm. I haven't brought them in yet, but now it just seems like this is a, you know, just bring it in and put it up because the, this is a the, place to... Aren't the gay flags kind of wasted in here? I mean, I feel like everyone already, uh, here already, but shouldn't they put them on a donut shop where they can offend passersby or something? I mean, right. here I feel like everyone's like, yeah, we're on board with this. Let's put them outside a church. Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, these, these rainbow flags are, uh, are wasting away in, in this studio. Uh, we all know. Uh, but anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. All right, let's, um, you can send your complaint letters. I, I, I should just start giving out the email address if you are not happy with something that I say. You are more it's than welcome. It's the Kevin Klein. No, no, you don't, don't, send, don't send to me personally. You can send them to, uh, directly to the uh, bosses here and they. They, uh, they will forward them to me because I do get them from time to time. All right, um, let's get to the final story of the news or lose it before we, before I give you some possible. Um, well, I'll give you some real outrage, but you have to figure out which one is the fake outrage. All right, I saved the most hard-hitting headline for last, and that is the Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy theory. 
And I thought this had something to do with Chuck E. Cheese himself or his animatronic band, but this has less to do with the characters and more to do with the pizza. Somebody has pointed out that since they were a child, they would go to Chuck E. Cheese, eat their pizza, and they noticed that the pizza was not perfectly round, that the slices looked like they had been previously disconnected from the pizza, and suggested that it's possibly because they would not make fresh pizza every single time. Rather, they would take old pieces that had not been eaten and then reposition them to look like a full pizza and then hand them out again. I don't think a James Beard award-winning restaurant like Chuck E. Cheese would do that. <laughs> with their, I mean, I think if you're counting on top quality food and service, yeah, you can pretty much expect that those pizzas are cooked to order. I mean, I don't think it's that... I wouldn't be very surprised if this happens, but they have vehemently denied this. The Chuck E. Cheese people have made a, a statement and saying they, these rumors are unequivocally false. We always make our pizzas to order. But if you think about it, when you go to Chuck E. Cheese, I mean, I haven't been in a long time, but when they have those little kids' birthday parties, they put like 75 whole pizzas out there. And most kids will have a half a piece and then be like, arcade! And they don't really care about, I mean, they'll have like maybe a piece or a half a piece. So there's a lot of pizza that gets wasted i wouldn't want to waste that pizza put it back into a sphere i'm going to read the statement because i think this is worth sharing uh chuck e cheese says our pizzas have been and always will be made up of 87 percent plastic and 13 percent kid urine (laughs) so there we go now we know the recipe so uh if you were concerned about it those uh they didn't really address the issue at hand here but that is the secret sauce now we know um well listen I'm not too concerned about it. I can't t- I'll tell you the last time I've been to uh, Chuck E. Cheese. I think they serve. Don't you have to go a lot now because you have kids? No, they're not at that age yet. Uh, they're not at the age where they start co- connect, uh, uh, contracting diseases from um, ball pits. That'll be. That's the next. <laughs> I, I had to go to my cousin's one time. It was like she was turning five or six or something, and they were like, "We're having a birthday party for her. It's at Chuck E. Cheese." And I was like, "Oh, I think they have beer there. Don't age. they have beer though? I thought they started serving beer there to keep parents happy or something." Oh, well, that would be great. I'm not sure. I was just like fighting over a kid. I was just fighting with a kid over tickets. I know that I pitched a show to this station called The Ball Pit and Chuck E. Cheese threatened to sue because they (laughs) they say they have the ownership of that. But I I thought it would have been great here on Channel Q. Um, Allie, let me give you three things that are happening right now in the world. And two of them are creating outrage, real outrage. Now, even though I do believe it to be fake outrage, I mean, these are real stories. One of them I have completely made up. I want to see if you can figure this out in a brand new segment called uh, Fake Outrage or Fake Offense. Here we go. Only one is false? Only one of these is false. Two of these are real. And as you know, people can get outraged about anything these days. They can complain. They can start petitions and change.org petitions. They can threaten to not shop places ever again. They can, you know, uh, get radio shows thrown off the air before they ever go on the air. They have the uh, ability these days. If you want to protest and, and be angry, you have the ability to do it. And unfortunately, right now, the power is going to the people that are the easiest offended. Here's your first one. Bloomingdale's pulls fake news shirt off mannequin after complaints from many shoppers. By many, do you mean one old lady? Meteorologist fired over very offensive brain teaser. Or Dairy Queen being pressured to change name after drag queens say that it delegitimizes them. Oh, no. I 
thought they were going to uh, accuse the ice cream cones of being in blackface. Well, that's a, that's a good argument as well. Now, let me explain. Three of these sound similar. Two of them are legitimate. They all sound, to me, they all sound equally ridiculous. But that's not the, the world we live in now. Ridiculousness is news. Which one do you believe is not, is the fake, they're all fake outrage, but which one is the fake, fake outrage? Well, I have to go with who I think would be the most likely to complain. Somebody who's shopping and upset by a mannequin, probably very likely to complain. Somebody who watches the news, probably very likely to complain. I also think that anyone who's doing the news is in the hot seat right now. Anything that they say is is under the microscope. Drag queens, I feel like, are less likely to complain about something. Plus, Dairy Queen has been around for quite some time, and so have drag queens, and they haven't had any kind of discrepancies thus far. So I'm going to say that one is the fake one. Hmm. Sometimes, I've never accused you of being smart, but sometimes your, your you know power of logic <gasps> even surprises me. Um, I will say this. The meteorologist was fired over the brain teaser. She held up... It she. Was a, it was a she meteorologist. I know. I know. I'm offended. <laughs> Female meteorologist. Forget it. I'm going to show you why. She, what what she was fired for. She was. Uh, it was a. She does this thing where she writes something on a dry erase board every day, holds it up to the camera, and people have to solve the the puzzle. So she held up the word there, but with a noose hanging off the T oh. in there. The the riddle, or the, I guess if you it was hang in there. That was supposedly the. <laughs> puzzle that she was trying to have people solve hang in there virginia governor and uh that is what got her fired so that is that, that got her fired got a fire that is real fake outrage oh no uh the bloomingdale's mannequin wearing the fake news shirt had multiple people complaining because it said that it was delegitimizing actual journalists and it was spreading the concept of fake news so that also is legitimate drag queens not upset with dairy queen at all you nailed it. That is actual fake, fake outrage. You know, if, if that fake news top is a workout top and there's somebody who's like 300 pounds, could be considered fake news. Well, I think that they claim the t-shirt makers thought, thought it was funny. It's written across the breast. So it was more like for women that wanted to say that if they had like fake breasts yeah. or, or maybe they had a great bra on fake. I don't know. But regardless, that got pulled. So fake news t-shirt not allowed. As long as it's not fake news. Fake news, you cannot say. We'll <laughs> be back in a moment. Uh, the Gay MA is coming up next here on... No Things Considered. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. All right. It's almost time for the weekly and patent pending GMA, where we will get to some of the questions that you've been asking us throughout the week on Twitter and some other ones that uh, we've come up with for each other. We never usually have time to get... Didn't it, didn't it used to be we do like five questions each? Oh, and yeah. Now, and now, now we're we, like one and a half. Yeah, if we even get to one, it's like, oh, there's our time again. Well, anyway, thanks for checking out the show. If you want more of it, you can download the podcast now. Uh, no Things Considered. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, radio.com app is a good place to get all the things you need from this station. You can give it a favorite, but I don't want to tell you what to love, uh, what to like. Those hearts, Aww. I think those hearts uh, should be taken a little bit more seriously. You don't just uh, go around and th- th- liking everything. Yeah, if love wins... Yeah. I'm giving it away so much. Yeah, I mean, come on. The heart is uh, it's a valuable thing, right? Let's um, get to the game A right now so we have time to at least get through two questions. And then 
Uh, just like that. Oh, we got gay sports highlights of the week. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. So, All right, Allie. Uh, you get to ask me anything you've ever wondered about straight culture. I get to ask you anything I've ever wondered about gay culture. Would you like to answer first or ask first? I'll ask first. Kevin, you're a straight man. You Thank can't... You. <laughs> Nicest thing you've ever Thank said you. about me. You can't choose your sexuality. You either are straight or you're not. But if being gay was a choice, hmm. would you choose it, and why? Hmm. Well, this is interesting. You're putting me in a putting me in a pickle, which I know answers the question. That would be your gay lifestyle. Um, no, I would not. Ch- well, you know, look. In a I, lot of ways, it might make your life easier. I have been with friends, male friends before, and we've had an amazing time together sitting around. In a platonic way. In a totally platonic, non-sexual way. Hang out, watch shows, not talk for hours. No one's asking the other person how they're feeling or what they're going through. Neither one of us is looking up possible diseases. We have WebMD, freaking the other person out. Um, You know, and I've thought about this would be kind of cool if you were just living with a good, like just living with your actual best friend, how fun that could be. Yeah, think back to like in college when I had roommates and even after college, I lived with a couple of guys I was friends with and it was like great. We'd watch movies, play video games. Everyone, you you could say like, hey, you guys want to order pizza? Someone would be like, oh, I already ordered five minutes ago. Wow, awesome. Mm -hmm. This is great. Thankfully, I found someone I can watch movies and play video games with. Yeah, you did. That's... So I so see the you, benefits of, of the of the gay life. I don't know if I ever would have the ability to love them in the same way that I love a woman. I mean, and it really, if you boil it down to it, I think it's more than just a sexual thing. It's, it's, it's a sexual thing, obviously. That's the physical part of it. But then there is also an emotional level you get to. That I, I feel like I've only been to right. with women, and then you won't, and then I've only been at the level I'm at with my wife. Now, once with her and once with um, a hamburger I got a couple <laughs> of years ago. It was really good. But, so, a hamburger. The wrapper looked like a skirt. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, so I would go I just, gay with a hamburger. That's a, I'm answering the question. <laughs> I would live a gay lifestyle with a, with a hamburger. I just think that having a relationship with the same gender is easier inherently. And I think that men, especially hooking up with other men, like I talked to Clayton about this and he's like, well, it's always easier to hook up with other guys. If you want to hook up with a guy, he's like, I could hook up with one right now. Give me 10 minutes and I could be hooking up with somebody. And that's got to be pretty beautiful. Yeah, but that's always the stereotype that I thought you said is not true. Like if you wanted to hook up with another woman right now, could you, could you... I mean, obviously, you know where certain gay bars are, but I'm just saying. Not a lot th- of lesbian bars, though. Well, there there are. I would have to go to a lumber shop. The problem is the lesbian bar names also sound a lot like hardware store names. You end up <laughs> in the wrong place because you're right. like, what do you mean Carpet Depot is not a lesbian bar? Carpeteria is another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's confusing. I get that. Next thing you know, you're redoing your entire apartment. Didn't even know. <laughs> why we? Why is so much shag carpet like here? Chasing those cars that say munch on them. Um, I... I would say that I understand the benefits. I think there are a lot of benefits of the gay lifestyle. It would be too hard, even in a hypothetical, for me to say, if I could choose, would I experience it? Uh, I mean, I know we talked about this when that YouTube guy got in trouble for saying he was going to go gay for a week. and, and we were A month. Ex- a month or whatever. And we were explaining. You know, people got all offended because they said it's not the kind of thing you could just do. And uh, I, I, You could do a lot of it minus the emotional part of it right that's the part you couldn't fake but then again 
you hear about people that go into prison and because of their surroundings and their environment, they go gay for the state. They go gay. And then sometimes they maybe feel like, wow, this is potentially who I really am. So I, I don't know. That's a tough question. But I would have to say at this point, no, I would probably continue. I mean, I, I find myself disgusting. So I can only imagine that I would find other guys equally disgusting. Women yeah. I find uh, beautiful. I mean, agree. Sensual. What's your question for me? Allie, what is the first three things you look for on another person if you're going to make a observation as to whether or not they are gay or straight? For oh. instance, you, you claim you, uh, your gaydar, I think, is all out of whack. And it seems like the more you get to know someone, the worse your gaydar is. So maybe your first impression, if you're looking at someone, what are the telltale signs if you're trying to figure out uh, that person uh, is is gay or or straight? What would be a giveaway other than obviously them making out with someone of the same sex or the opposite? Well, sex? Well, yeah, that is my go-to. Right, it's the uh, obvious. <laughs> but this is an easy question to answer. Number one, because you've said hipsters has, has confused the process. Hipsters, it has made things very confusing because it used to be okay. What are they wearing? It's usually clothing. If there's a beanie involved, if there's like a military-like jacket, like the one I'm wearing, that's a dead giveaway. Now, there's a lot of straight girls that are wearing military jackets and fedoras, and they are not gay. And they even have like the half-shaved head. And I'm like, oh, okay, that person's gay. And they're not. Mm-hmm. Changes. Yes. With the times. But nails is always number one. If they have extremely long, especially those weird pointy nails, there's no way that they're gay. Number so two. Freddy Krueger, not a gay. <laughs> no. Edward Scissorhands, also not a lesbian. Mm-hmm. That would be horrible. That would be bad. <laughs> well, you'd, with the name would be confusing. If I said I've got a friend to meet you, her nickname is Scissorhands, you'd be like, well, you know what? All right. Well, set me up. Yeah. Let's sounds, have some tea. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Number two is the walk. Because in case you haven't noticed, I have a very man, like a... I have a certain lesbian swagger walk. I uh, it's I, like a gate, isn't that what they talk about when dogs uh, are at the um, at the, not to compare you to a dog, but that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> the Westminster Dog yeah, Show. Yeah, the dog show, and they talk about the gate of the dog. Yeah, you, you have a bit of a gate. I think that the gate is I don't use my hips. A lot right. of women they have this kind of you know, straight women. They have a saunter. They have kind of a, they, yeah. they have more of a flow. Mm-hmm. I'm more of just a. It's just a brick that's walking. Yeah. It's very square. It's very blunt. There's not a lot of hip movement. No. It's similar to, uh, if you remember, when Indiana Jones was being chased by that boulder. That's right. that's kind of how Allie I'm the moves. boulder. You're the boulder. Right. You're the boulder. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who, who, who you'd rather be in that example, Indiana Jones or the boulder. I, I think either one kind of describes your walk to a certain extent yeah. and your outfit. But yeah. Uh, right, and finally, what's three? Finally, number three would have to be... Hmm. Fingernails, walk. I would go lesbian accent. What's lesbian accent? If anyone ever talks like this... And they say, you know what? I rescued that dog from a kennel. She had herpes. Does that develop? Does that accent develop over? I think it just develops from overly caring about things. Maybe it's just because you have a really tired tongue from doing things. So tired. <laughs> that just, sounds. I sounds had about a right. date with this scissor hands lady. All right, exhausted. Well, that's been your gay ma. A ridiculous back and forth of questions and answers here on the all new Channel Q. We'll be back to three favorite words. Wrap up show after this. (laughs) No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q.
No Things Considered Channel Q. All right, Chew, uh, we were about to get out of here, and that means that um, unfortunately, well, at least for the next 22 hours, you're going to be without us in your life, unless, of course, you download the podcast, in which case, you can listen to us, hang out with you all night. Allie's going to be very lonely because uh, her uh, her wife is out of town, so I'm going to give out her address now. No. She, no, instead, you can make her feel less lonely by listening to her, and that way you guys get to hang out, even if it's, um, you know through the radio.com app. Listen to my sweet melodic voice. Oh boy, that is a uh, that is the stuff dreams are made of right there. <laughs> we will uh, leave you however with um, I believe the first football free gay sports highlights of the week is that possible? Yes, cuz there were sports going on this week and we have to cover them. Ali spends a lot of time watching sports. Can't necessarily talk about them or gamble on them successfully, but boy, she sure can. Pull some great clips. It's time for Ali's Gay Sports Highlights the of the Week. Gay Sports Highlights from the Week. Here we have Linda Pitts showing Grant. Five falls. Go, got jump, that jump, 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 Got that backside that time. Bean is going to get a huge roll from the crowd. <laughs> Reserve Bastion chose to have a knee. Wow. Nobody ever thought the okay. Bulldog would come out the way that Rudy just did. Oh, he came flying <laughs> off that dog walk. <laughs> These have been the gayest sports highlights from this week. That bulldog has the same gait as you. I was talking about that gait earlier. <laughs> You're right. That's amazing. Uh, wow. How many of those clips were because uh, dog show related? All of them? All of them. Oh, all of them. They okay. were all dog show. That sounded a lot more exciting than I would have thought a dog show could have sounded. But apparently, uh, congratulations to uh, who won again? Bono? Uh, no, Bono got reserve best in show, uh-huh. and then uh, King, a a, a, a was something terrier, some kind of terrier, got best in so show. So if best in show gets heartworms or something like that, or you know the, I guess yeah, it's like the Miss America. Like if she can't perform her right. duties, then the other one does if it. If the winner suffocates while humping a pillow, uh, you take over <laughs> as best in show. I love that that's their off-screen life. I would imagine that's effing pillows. Effing pillows. <laughs> I don't know. Living a dog's life sounds great. I mean, it prob- they probably have the best. They probably have better lives than us. Hey, if you're the uh, if you're the champion, you can have all the pillows you want. All right, all the neck rolls you want. We will uh, see you guys again tomorrow for another uh, fun-filled day of. I don't want to say just gay talk because uh, today we spoke about a variety of different topics. Tomorrow, though, we will. I think tomorrow we have to uh, review and reassign some of the uh, movies, Gay Straight Movie Review. We'll do that tomorrow, as well as uh, introduce you to someone that could very well have the first ever honor of being our guest of the week, plus some other things that we have in store for you. That is all on the next, I guess tomorrow's Valentine's Day, so we should probably do something Valentine's Day themed. Oh, true. Today is Galentine's Day. Oh, is that what today is? Yeah, but I think because I'm in a lesbian relationship, Galentine's Day is the same as Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, I don't have time to talk about this because I'm going to go with my bros for some Palentine's Day. We just <laughs> talk about how we're such good pals. Uh, more puns, believe it or not, tomorrow and uh, more show. We'll get to all of that on the next No Things Considered right here on the all-new Channel Q.